Hi, welcome to the Axiom Strategic Consulting Podcast. This is Cameron Earhart, and today I'm with Devin Dash. We recently recorded a podcast on exit interviews, and we plan on talking for about 30 minutes, but the conversation got extremely valuable and practical, and we ended up talking for 60 minutes. So we're going to do things a little bit differently. We're going to break this up into two parts. And so this podcast will be part one, where we'll talk about the context of exit interviews and kind of lay the foundation. And then next week, we'll go into part two, and we'll get more practical and talk about some questions that you can ask in exit interviews. So we hope you'll join us next week as well. Go ahead and enjoy part one of exit interview podcasts. Today, we're going to be talking about exit interviews, uh, something we haven't covered before on the podcast. So excited to give you hopefully some very practical tips. But before we jump into maybe what they should look like and how to do them, want to uh, just give better understanding of what they are um, and and just the importance behind them. So Devin, why don't we kick it off? Help us just get a better understanding of what, what are the benefits of exit interviews? Why are we advocating for them? Why are we spending a whole podcast episode talking about them? Yeah, no, I think that's that's a great place to start. We'll we'll start just obviously with the idea that of what are exit interviews, and it's it's not some something that is rocket science. Uh, we we often have no question about what our employee interviews at the at the hiring during the hiring process, um, but exit and exit interviews are just the interviews that we have with employees who are transitioning out of our organizations, and so so there there's nothing unique about them. They're not some special sort of um, type of interview. They're literally just an interview that is understanding, you know, there, there's a specific scope of what is included in the exit interview, but it's it's just an interview. Um, so I don't yeah. want to overcomplicate the process by making you think that it's it's something unique because it's called an exit interview as employed as opposed to an employee onboarding interview or recruiting interview or whatever, or hiring interview. Um, so that's just really what we're talking about today. To answer that's kind of the second, the question that you asked there, which is what are the benefits of exit interviews? I think the primary benefit that I, I want you, the listener, to hear today is the, the primary benefit of exit interviews is that it gives us an opportunity to gain insights into our company at probably one of, uh, probably one of the more difficult transition points in our company when we lose mm-hmm. people. And it's, it's especially relevant today because we know we're in a market where the great resignation is still taking place and a lot of people are leaving companies. And there's a lot of reasons why they're leaving companies. And we don't want to wait for the McKinsey and companies and the major research firms to take the reports and take the data, aggregate it and give it back to us. Like We want that as quickly as possible in a labor market where we want to retain employees because it's hard to find good employees. And that's what the exit interview does is it gives you access to really quick, relevant information for why people are transitioning out of your organization. Um, so that's, that's really the primary benefit um, of, of exit interviews. Okay. Yeah, that it makes sense. And, you know, in, in order to understand, I think we're, we're going to talk about it in a second, what are some of the dangers or issues with exit interviews. I, I think in order to understand that, we need to talk first about why are employees leaving our companies? Why are we needing to have these exit interviews? And you mentioned this earlier, there's a lot of studies, a lot of surveys out there that talk about how um, culture and specifically relationships with direct managers are 
usually one of the main or the primary reasons that employees are are leaving companies from a I have a website pulled up right now from a Hayes study, 43% of surveyed employees claim corporate culture was a main reason for their search for a new job. Um, there's another one down here that says um, employees who feel like they use their best strengths and abilities at work are 15% less likely to quit their job. 58% of workers said their companies didn't currently have enough growth opportunities for them to stay long-term. So there's this, um, you know, this isn't new. This has been around for a long time, this knowledge that the main reason that employees are leaving is because they have issues with other people in the company, primarily their direct supervisor or manager. So that obviously presents a implication in itself. If I'm leaving because I have a problem with my direct manager and then my direct manager is doing my exit interview, what am I going to say? How am I going to respond to that? So talk about that for a second. More of the issues and the dangers that, that come alongside exit interviews. I will, but I, I don't want to un- understate the point that right. there's lots of reasons that people are leaving your company. One of the main ones is that people are not leaving companies. They're leaving bad managers. Um, so you obviously, if you do exit interviews, the primary benefit is getting access to the information and the reason people are leaving your companies. And when you said that, it actually reminded me of a case study that we had recently um, of the 58% metric that you quoted, which was, we are in a job market where as, as laborers are either, were either forced to leave the workforce because their companies had a slowdown or they were... They were a part of startups that experienced significant setbacks with COVID. Then now they're really qualified people who are looking for new jobs. And the, if, if you are in a company where you have a highly qualified worker who's not being given the opportunities for growth, then that is another reason that they're going to leave. And that was actually one of the examples um, and pieces of feedback that we heard uh, when we facilitated an exit interview with a client of ours which was, you know, tell us about some of the reasons that you're leaving. Um, and we'll get into all the nuance of how we asked that question in a little bit. But one of the reasons was it was an overwhelmingly great opportunity, which was good insight because it helped indicate to us that we should maybe evaluate um, where we're at in terms of market with our rate, our wages. Um, but also we were slow to the table to provide the roadmap for this employee's development. And that was that that was one of the primary reasons. And they even said, if you would have come to the table with this six months earlier, it would have been a, a significant, significantly more difficult decision mm. um, to, to choose to make the switch because they did. They went to another they went to a, a competitor company. Um, so I don't want to understate the, the importance of it gives us access to the people reasons why people are leaving our company. Um, and again, there's lots of other reasons, um, but those are just examples of a few. Now to go to what are the dangers of exit interviews, right? Because if there's a benefit of getting information that we can use internally as a leadership and ownership group to, to make changes, there's dangers of the exit interview. And the first one that comes to mind is just the danger of wasting time. Mm-hmm. And that's primarily from the perspective of the business who's conducting, you know, the, the leadership team or the owner or the manager who's conducting the inter- exit interview. We don't want to waste time. 
And so we don't want to conduct an interview in a way that's going to prevent us from getting that valuable information. And I think this is what you're alluding to is we don't get that valuable information. If one of the primary reasons people are leaving companies is that they're leaving bad managers, not companies, then we don't want that manager to be conducting the exit interview. Hmm. Because then we like we we lower the chances of us getting that valuable information because this person has not been asked for feedback before from that manager. This person hasn't been asked to give their opinion to this manager, or at worst, this person has presented you know, insights and thoughts on it to innovate in their particular sphere of influence. And the manager has not listened or taken credit for those ideas. So you right. run into a really dangerous situation if you have those who are directly responsible for one success or, or that manager doing the exit interview. And so we, we did have a situation like this where we had a slew of turnover in a particular department with one of our clients and there was a, from, from an external perspective, we, nobody's safe when Axiom comes into the organization because our primary benefactor is the organization. We're looking at the organization's best interest. And so we, we love everybody on our teams. We care about them, but we're often, we're not scared to go and say, are we missing something in this individual? Is there something that we're not seeing that, that those who they're in, in charge of are seeing? And so we recommended that a leadership team take, you know, two, two members of the leadership team take the exit interview and ask, ask questions. And some of those questions, we'll get into a, a list of questions um, and we can post these in the show notes if you're for, for you guys to have. Um, but one of the questions is, what's your relationship with your manager like? Because mm-hmm. we knew that that person wasn't in the, that person's direct manager wasn't going to be in the room. And that was going to give us that ability to not, not be confronted with that danger that we weren't going to get that information. Um, so long-winded way of saying one of the dangers is that we waste time and we don't get valuable information yeah. from the people. Cameron, I, but that's not the only one. So I want you to take the second one. Yeah. Yeah. Well, actually, uh, a quick story, because I've been a part of one it exit interview myself from the, actually the, the employee side. It was early in my career and I was, I was leaving a company uh, for a different opportunity. I had a, a direct manager, which I had a decent relationship with. It was good. You know, there was really no issues there, but there was uh, another leader in the company who was actually in charge of HR. Um, you know, if you watch the office, imagine Toby. And so I, I had a lot of conflict, a lot of issues with this HR person. And, um, and I won't get into what those were now. And I'm hundred percent confident they're not going to listen to this podcast. So anyways, I, uh, I put in my two weeks and, you know, I was leaving the company and instead of my direct manager doing the exit interview, which I would have much preferred the HR person actually conducted my exit interview. And so, uh, as she went through the questions, I, the thought was going through my head. I want to be honest. I want to be truthful. I do want to help this organization, but I do not want to stir up the pot. Like I don't want to cause any issues because I already have another job. I'm leaving here. So, you know, why would I cause drama right before I leave? Um, and then two, I, I didn't actually believe that if I, I, anything I said that she would take very seriously. And so, 
Um, I remember she got to a question and she asked me, how would you describe the culture of this company? And my answer was, I would describe it as a dysfunctional family. And she laughed and took that as a, like a good thing. Like, oh, okay. And like kept moving. And I was like, that was my attempt at saying there's a lot of dysfunction in this culture that needs to be addressed. And so, um, and so anyways, I, I got to see just an example of being in an interview as an employee and wanting, desiring to say difficult things, but feeling like I couldn't because the majority of those difficult things were based around the person that was interviewing me. And unless, you know, you're one of those people that's just like, I don't care. I'm going to, I'm going to light a fire on my way out. Like I would say 90% plus aren't going to hit some of those topics. So yes, there is the, um, obviously the danger, the issue of wasting employees times, um, or wasting the company's time, wasting the employee's time as well. But there, just the fact that there were, we're really like, there's going to be no benefit from it. Um, there's going to be no benefit from the process. Like nothing good is going to happen because of it. And it could, it, there's also the danger of the company gets this false belief that everything is great. Like, okay, that was a great exit interview. They told us we're doing a fantastic job. They told us our culture is amazing. They compared it to a dysfunctional family. Ha <laughs> ha. How, how awesome is that? And we just need to keep it up. Like we're losing this one person because they found a better opportunity and we couldn't match them there. And so it gives us, it can give us, if we're not careful, this false impression of, um, of the current state of our culture or our um, leadership in the company. And, and so, yeah, I mean, we kind of need to make sure like we're addressing that elephant in the room as soon as we, as soon as we get there, as soon as we start the conversation with the employee. And you mentioned, you know, we were talking about it before this, you mentioned one way to do that. And we'd love for you to share that of just like, how, how do we make sure that we're not going to go into a 30 minute interview where it's a complete waste of time and we potentially leave with a, a false impression of, of what reality is. Yeah. Um, this is real life experience. Uh, so I, ho I hope this is beneficial to our listeners, but um, the story that I was sharing beforehand uh, goes back to another situation we found ourselves in when we were conducting the next interview. And just setting the table, I think, is kind of how I'd describe it before you get into the interview. Um, there's always that like field study of, is this person willing uh, to do the interview? That's, that's a big question. Yeah. Um, and and that's not, that doesn't involve the individual. And, and it's, are they willing? And are they have we done a good job with the employee relationship um, over the, their tenure to earn the right to ask these difficult questions um, and ask some questions and, and get their feedback? Because if you haven't, if we if we've set ourselves up if in a situation where we've never you know put it in a been in a scenario to get this employee's buy-in or feedback or or insight then everything that you just described is going to happen. They're going to come, they might agree to do the interview, but they're going to come into the room and they're not going to share anything. If they agree to do the interview, right? That's the kind of the, once we get, once we check that box and they say, yeah, they're, they're willing. Um, and we believe that we're going to get some good feedback. We want to increase the chances that we start to get good and valuable information out of this person, as opposed to really broad stroke answers that, 
let's be real. They're trying to cover their themselves to to say I'm I kind of I like the company. I'm leaving. I'm leaving because there are some issues, but I'm not willing to call those out to the extent that they need to be called out because I don't want to shoot myself in the foot if there isn't ever ever an opportunity to come back for greater compensation or more opportunity. I don't want to I don't want to put myself in that future position where I say some really hard things and then they blacklist me. Mm-hmm. So we we want to increase the chances and there's like I said I'm trying to paint the picture of that nuance because we want to increase the chances of the brutal feedback and eliminate that narrative to play in their head which you know if you if we want to go into that rabbit trail is kind of a question of the safety of your culture we won't go there but <laughs> but you want to <laughs> I want to but I'm not um, for another podcast and one that we've probably done in the past but we want to increase the chances that they share that information and it's, and it's brutal and it's honest and they don't have any fear of recourse. And the way that we did that in this conversation was thank, we want to just say, thank you for coming to this interview. Um, thank you for agreeing to the process. We just want to be fully transparent. We want to, we want to lay everything out on the table. This we we can spend the next 30 minutes and it can be some of the most valuable time of our of our careers and we would hope yours as well and the reason we hope it's valuable for you and us is because we want you to be brutally honest and the reason we want you to be brutally honest is because we want to make changes we we like the relationship um you know obviously this this all carries the fact that you the employee was a good culture fit and that they were um you know or at least were compliant with the culture and in the they followed procedures and they followed correct processes. So I'll, I'll stop getting into the nuance, but we want you to be brutal on it, brutally honest, because to the extent that we get this information, we want to make changes and ha- have the opportunity in the future, hopefully to have you back on the team. Mm-hmm. But we can't do that if you're not brutally honest and painting your picture and, and giving us your perspective of everything that we've, we missed everything that we failed on. Yeah, that's good. Yeah. I like that. I think another, another good reason, you know, cause they have to understand the why. So the employee leaving has to understand the why behind the exit interview, because if it's positioned as the why is just, it's not beneficial really to the employee at all. Then what incentive does that employee have to be honest? Um, Other than maybe they feel like they have a moral obligation uh, to the to the rest of the people there. And so I think we hone in on that if we can. So, um, Hey, Devin, you know, we, we know you've been here for, for two years. Uh, you have a lot of friends here still, and a lot of people that you're going to stay in, in contact with. And so I know that you want to leave this place better for them. And so what you share with us today, um, the constructive advice that you can give us today can, um, help us make it a better culture and a better company, for the rest of the employees. And so, you know, that's one of the main reasons we want to hear from you. And I think when we can kind of tap into that, we're more than likely, um, it doesn't, it won't, you know, everybody won't resonate with that, but we'll, we'll more than likely get more people who, um, or more exiting employees who realize like, okay, my, what I share, share here today can have a significant impact on the lives of people I care about. And then the lives of people that are going to come after me that I don't even know yet. And most people that that's a pretty cool thing. Like that, you know, that that's actually something that they would love to um, love to be a part of. So 
So yeah, we have to tee it up. If we're not teeing it up, and if we just go into the exit interview and just say, okay, exit interview, let's get started. Question number one, why are you leaving? Like we're really setting ourselves up for failure. Absolutely. Yeah, no doubt. Yeah. And so yeah, so there's there's obviously, you know, there's a lot that can go into um an exit interview as far as you know, what kind of questions can we ask? Like what, what kind of information are we looking for? But um, again, just as far as like how we tee it up, we need to have it focused on um, one, hey, we, we want to hear from you because we value you. uh, Mm -hmm. We care about you. um, And so we want to hear what you have to say and they have to believe that. Um, So if you've never demonstrated that, they're probably not going to believe that in the exit interview. Um, But then two, we, we want to use this as an opportunity selfishly to get better as a company. So is there an ulterior motive here for us? Like, yes, we want to get better as a company. And so um, we want to benefit from figuring out why we're losing you, why you're leaving here. And when we think about like why, you know, we go back real quick, if we rewind, why are employees leaving? I think there's a lot of companies today in this great resignation that have really fooled themselves into believing that I'm losing all these employees because they're finding better pay elsewhere. Um, and they, they don't realize or reflect on, is there something behind that? And so, you know, I've, I've spoken to the CEOs recently who said, yeah, I've lost, I've lost 10 different techs and it's because our competitors are offering double what I can pay. And so that's why we're losing them. Sure. Yeah. Pay is, that's probably a big reason one, we might be underpaying them. So like we need to <laughs> figure that out. Like maybe we need to raise our prices, but then two, l- let's say we had an incredible culture. They were invested in, we were pouring into them. Um, they loved it here. They had great opportunity for growth. Would they decide to stay here and, you know, potentially turn down a job that's offering them um, what they realize is above market value and probably unsustainable in the long run. Like, I would hope so. So anyways, yeah. I- no, I, I, I'll, I'll piggyback off that point too, because what you're, what you're describing is, is really the minority of cases. Mm-hmm. And, and what I mean by that is that there's probably 20% of cases where people are leaving the company because of higher pay elsewhere. Um, you know, and, and again, like you could, uh, there's, there's going to be a lot of data coming out and a lot of research coming out, I'm sure, that, that really hones in on all of the contributing factors to why people are leaving. It could just be that we're relocating from one state to another state, and that's be- because of other external factors that they were at play um, and their decision. Their, maybe their family decided that, hey, I don't care what you're making there. We need to leave because I want to be in Florida. Um, welcome to Florida, everyone, if you're listening. <laughs> um, so like, but the, that's the minority of cases. The minority of cases are, are where people are leaving for higher pay. And the reason that's the case, and I'm, I have data to prove this, is research is showing that it takes a 20% pay increase to, on average, a 20% pay increase to get people to leave strictly for pay purposes. Hmm. So, so comparing apples to apples, it takes a 20% higher offer from one, from one company to the new company in order to get them to consider leaving. Mm-hmm. And that's just, that's just the wages. So they, that's what it, that's like the minimum barrier. That's the, 
you must be this tall to get my, you know, or you must be offering this much to get my, my mind turning that I might leave my current company. Yeah. Right. And then you still have to go through all, they're going to go through all the, well, what's the culture like there? And, you know, what's the job description and what's the work hours? What are all the other ancillary benefits that I might receive? But it's not, it's not pay all only. Mm -hmm. So, so taking that in consideration, looking at all the different statistics, and I mean, you can just Google stats on why employees quit and, and read just, you know, one after another about how much it is centered around culture, people, direct managers, et cetera. So understanding that, realizing it really is the minority of employees who are leaving and will willingly um, want to help the company by giving uninhibited, truthful uh, advice as they walk out the door. So the majority of the employees, more than likely that you're going to exit interview are going to be ones who are leaving because of someone in the company or the culture in the company. And so you're realize like, as you're going into these, you're going to have to have hard conversations. You're, you're going to hear difficult things. You're going to hear hard things. Like, but that's what, that's what you should desire. That's what you should want. Cause if you're losing employees at a rapid clip and you're like, wow, this turnover issue is like really, really hurting us. If you just say, well, it's because everybody's paying these crazy wages and those companies are going to go bankrupt once we get a recession. Like, no, you're missing the point completely. Like you need to figure out what are you doing wrong? And the best way to figure that out is to ask the people. So let's jump into that. What are what are some of these questions that we ask? What do they look like? Do you have any that are go-tos? Like, hey, if you're doing an X interview, you have to ask these. Thanks again for joining us. We're going to pause there. Next week, we're going to continue the conversation and jump into some really valuable content, part two of exit interviews. So we hope you'll join us then. Thanks.